Oh, yes. The last of the Time Lords and his traveling machine are with his little human girl from long ago. I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl in the Podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who today, and we're talking about uh, a Christopher... Hmm. Christopher Eccleston episode called The Long Game. I am Ken. Jeff. Annie. And The Long Game, before we get into it, what's the biggest Doctor Who news? There really hasn't been any. But you said before we started recording that the Doctor got a, has a, been seen in another costume. Ooh. Well, they are filming a Christmas <laughs> special, so I guess that's oh, kind of news. Okay. Well, it sounds like he's not going to be wearing just one costume, but... And actually, I like this one better than the pumpkin-colored one that he had before. I kind of like the, the shoes and the jacket one, and it kind of looked third Doctor-ish, kind of, sort of, in a way. Is, is, is he going to be wearing stuff that's going to be seasonal, then? Like Christmas? Is it... Is it I didn't... I don't think I saw it. Is it red it's and, brown. and green? Oh. So I it's brown, it's, yeah. It's seasonal. It's brown. If you actually paid attention to our Facebook page, you would know what it looks like. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that's amazing. Um, so, what have you been watching, Ken? Any weird, obscure horror films? <laughs> well, I, I have been watching a lot of obscure horror films, but I want to mention something that is near and dear to our heart because we've covered it before the nevers uh i'm not going to go off on this because i could go off on it for an hour but the nevers um finally season two was created uh, annie did you ever watch the nevers no i have not watched the nevers okay um it's late now well, yeah, yeah <laughs> well, no, i've heard about it but well julia shared the first season with us she I suggested think. he had to watch this, I think. I think she's one of she was either this one or that Discworld thing that we didn't like, that all three of us didn't like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. That, I, yeah, I don't like I, it either. Okay, I was the one who suggested the Nevers, so I want to take credit for that, that it's a really good show. <laughs> now, anyways, Julia had shared it with us, that this first season, in a, a, well, anyway, we'll talk about it later. But anyways, um, or, or maybe it was the second season. Okay, so anyways, they Tubi got a hold of the second season, and instead of putting it up on demand, they aired it during their live TV during the middle of the day where no one would watch it. Yeah, it wasn't literally even just the, It was the <laughs> worst mm-hmm. thing ever. And I tried to capture it, and, and Julia got a hold of them, and I'm working my way toward there. I'm going to watch the first season again, which I had to find somewhere, you know. It's no longer on HBO Max. It's no longer on HBO Max. So it's really, really hard to find. But, you know, we'll talk about after recording if we want to talk about sharing all that. But um, it's a really good show. It's Joss Whedon. Um, He was kind of, there was a controversy and he was kicked out. Well, he got canceled. He got canceled. Yeah. And, but the show's, the show's still really good. And That's why they stuck it on Tubi in the middle of the afternoon because they just wanted to be done but, with it. But he's not in the second. He he wasn't working on the second season. I didn't. I heard that it may not be as good the second season, but I'm still looking forward to it. So, anyways, that's what I've been trying to watch, and I've also been watching Kolchak the Night Stalker. What's that streaming? Oh. On? I've always wanted to watch that. What's that on? Uh, the two movies. 
don't seem to be there's TV movies. They don't seem to be streaming anywhere. I got them somewhere else. And then um, to, uh, Peacock, which not everyone Peacock has. has yeah. Oh, I'm surprised Peacock. Peacock has it. Hmm. Peacock has a lot of stuff, but you got to f- search for it. Yeah. I don't know if Tubi has it. Sometimes Tubi has stuff like that. Too. Tubi has a lot of stuff. It, Tubi and there's another one. Oh, crap. I can't remember what it's called. There's Tubi and something else. Because on Tubi, I've been watching the Pink Panther movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are good. I remember those when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. But I, I watched Kolchak the Night Stalker. It was pretty scary when I watched it as a kid. I don't think I've seen every episode. So far, the t- two episodes I've watched are, are not as good. But the movies were, the TV movies were pretty good. So, I, anyways. I saw Ant-Man, the new one. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't as I think it's, I don't know. It's, there must be just haters going on. Because anybody can go on Rotten Tomatoes and do a review. Yeah, I've kind of heard mixed things about it. You're the first person I've heard who really likes it. No, I liked it because it sets up the next phase really well, especially with Kang as the villain. And I'm sitting there going, "Oh, this is this is setting up everything for the next." Yeah, I, I the next thing, especially the two uh, uh, credit scenes. I'm just sitting there going, "Like, gee, I wonder if they're going to do." And I'm like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Wait, there's one more." And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> well, the, the the last couple of movies haven't been that good, in my opinion. And the I didn't like. Wakanda forever. I thought it was Wakanda very boring. The last three films. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the best of the three, but um, in my opinion. But um, I this, like one was, this, one, this one was pretty good. I, I enjoyed this. It was. It was. It wasn't two and a half hours like some of them have to be. It was. It was, mm-hmm. two it was hours. short. It was like just two hours. Yeah. Yeah, but man, it, it was short. <laughs> I actually liked it. I mean, it, it flew. It was action, and it was just like I'm like, oh, this is what I want. The heroes fighting and beating up the bad guys. It's what it should be, not oh, two and a half hours of storyline, and then oh, by the way, here's your final battle for the story. I'm like, what about like, you, what? Annie? What have you been consuming lately? Well, I finally got caught up on Andor. Oh, that's so good. Yes, so good. Like that. that- yeah, really enjoyed that. It was set up the Rogue One very well. Um, really like the lead character. He's a very good actor. I, I, I just thought it was very good overall. And there's still one more season to come. I wasn't sure if there would be another season or if it went right to Rogue One. No, it is. So there is another one two, coming. Two seasons, yeah. Okay, good. I've also just finished listening to to Audio Adventure of Colditz, which I had not heard in a long time and forgotten how good it was. Okay, yep, that was hmm. an early one, right? Yeah, it was. I actually probably listened to that. Like, I don't, I don't, I haven't listened to too many. I just listened to the Coldest. first couple Isn't of years. Dave, doesn't David Tennant play a Nazi? Isn't I didn't he, realize he did. I thought David Tennant was in Colditz. I have to look was, that up. It was like before David Tennant became David Tennant. Oh, like, okay. He was doing a lot of big finish. He did the Doctor Who audios, but he was playing like villains and stuff. I think he played a Nazi in that one. Interesting. Yeah. I just listened to it and only pay attention to the cast except for the main one. I'm so behind on all the new stuff. It's not funny. (laughs) So, yeah, it's... Alrighty. Okay, so let's travel back in time to the long game. This is an episode that was in the first season of The Return. May 2005. May 7th. And it's um, written by... One of my favorites, Russell T. Davis. 
And I say that because, again, I've made myself clear about the fact that Russell T. Davis's era has gone up in my book since every era since then hasn't been as good, in my opinion, <laughs> especially the last one. So mm-hmm. in comparison, um, these episodes are tolerable. I forgot what a solid. I forgot what a solid episode it was because I just haven't watched it in so long. Yeah, I just never liked this one at all. Oh, really? Oh, I, I still I, don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I, it's the, the most forgettable of the season, I think. Um, I, I I think I liked it a little bit better than I remember when I first watched it. Um, and it was originally written to be in the classic series. Like I think Russell T. Davis submitted it in the eighties mm-hmm. and it was, he never got heard back from them. He and did in, more than one. Yes. But he, this one, he never heard back from. And he, he, of course being stubborn and, and being in charge of the show, he was able to make it happen this time. And it, it reminds me of the classic sort of like it, the, when you think about it on paper, it's pretty cool and pretty basic. It's like mm-hmm. what's up on the whatever floor and you know, you know what's going on and there's a mystery behind it and they run around and it's annoying because Adam's in it. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, and he's, he's annoying. Isn't he also getting in trouble for some stupid thing? Well, he... It's fascinating because we haven't really run into a companion other than like maybe you can, I guess you can count Turlow because he was. Yeah, he did. He had been charged with two counts of sexual assault in 2017 and he pleaded guilty to him. The the actor. Yeah, the actor. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about the character. The character um, decides to use the, the, it's hypocritical, the show. I'll stop in a second here. So I'll let you guys talk, but Adam decides to use the the, the abilities that he is to gather information so he can bring it back into time and have an advantage when he's back in time. Yeah, to make money off it, to get rich. Yeah. And the original script, his father was dying of a disease and he was going to try to find a cure for the disease, but they removed that because they wanted him to be not sympathetic or whatever. Mm -hmm. So... Companions don't normally do that. Now, Rose manipulated a little bit the whole situation and went with the doctor because she had every intention at one point to go and try to save her father. So that was a little bit more a a better situation. It wasn't as devious or whatever, but um, but it was interesting to see that um, that Adam was sort of the first thing he does when he travels is he thinks about how he can get. Um, an advantage, how, how we can um, manipulate and get something out of this, which is, I think, more of a re- real situation than most. I, I almost feel like I would try to do that, too. I would try to get a the, the almanac from the future and with all the football scores. And like try to Biff. In back Biff that's, now, that's what I was just thinking about, Biff. Yeah. yeah. But, and, so that was, I think that was interesting, but Adam's still annoying. Yeah, you can go back to 2004 and say, I bet a million dollars the Red Sox come back and win the next four games to beat the Yankees. Imagine what those odds were. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting the, having the idea of a field companion, someone who would act like a 
sort of normal person. We don't really see that. Everybody is heroic and they just go off on this wonderful adventure. Yeah. It's interesting to see someone who's not perfect who acts like a in well well in their own self interest yeah. and tries to make money off it or just manipulate events for their own benefit. Rose yeah. I felt was different because she was doing it to save her father. She was trying to protect people in this case, because that was cut out of the story. Adam was just doing his own self-interest. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And and, I mean, you know, and Rose got caught up with it and he, he, Adam, the the scene, one of the scenes I didn't like was when Adam um, faints at the beginning when he, when he sees that he's the future. And then the doctor goes, um, that's your boyfriend. And she goes, not anymore. So in other words, just because he fainted, it, it just, I'm not going to get into it, but I just felt that, that I, I, I don't think Rose is a really good person for saying that. First Rose off, isn't not, a, Rose isn't a good person. Well, okay. But she, she's not, um, they're not girlfriend and boyfriend anyways. He just, she just kind of wanted him to come along and, she, and then she's dumping Mickey at the same time, kind of, but mm-hmm. it, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it's. You know, Rose isn't much better than Adam at times, or some of her things. But everyone's like, "Oh my God, I love Rose!" But it's like, yeah, um, what, whatever. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. But um, they based the doc Russell T. Davis basically said, if you can't handle the adventure, if you can't within the first episode run around and destroy plastic monsters or whatever, then you're not worthy to be with a doctor. And it's like. I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So, well, I don't know if he's if he's not worthy because of that. I just think that it was just a culmination of events. It was the fainting. It was the, especially the manipulation of everything for his own benefit. Yeah, that all proved that he wasn't the type of companion that the doctor wants. Well, definitely, he wants someone who's open to adventure and everything, and yeah. who's going to do the right thing. Yeah. And Adam, of course, did not do that. Well, definitely it came down to his actions, but the thing at the beginning was just a jokey thing where, you know, we haven't seen too many companions just sort of like completely shut down because of their situation, which to a degree is unrealistic because you think someone like Jamie or uh, Victoria would never even, or Leela wouldn't even accept what was happening. It would be so far fetched that they wouldn't understand it or would never understand it, you, mm-hmm. you know, and, but they do because otherwise the stories don't go anywhere because then you have a companion that's in a, in a coma or something in the TARDIS going, you know, or is mentally insane. Um, mm-hmm. So it adds a little bit of realism to it that you have a companion that actually faints and then actually tries to like, I don't know, you know, doing it right away, I think I, you know, would have waited a little bit and maybe done it a little more secretive. I wouldn't have had a hole drilled in my head. But anyways. So what else do we like about the episode? We um, Simon Pegg. Simon. Yes. His performance was, I thought, very, He's very good. He's the only positive about this episode. I mean, it's just... So Jeff, so Jeff didn't like this episode. No. Um, yeah, I, I think Simon Pegg's good in this. Um, yeah, I don't know why this episode doesn't really stand out to the rest of us. Well, it's a throwaway, more or less. It's. 
I wouldn't say it was a throwaway. I think it's a good solid episode. I, well, I the next one I like it more. It's Father's Day, so and it's stuck between Dalek and Father's Day. Well, that's two true. really good ones, and then you go, you know, and then there's this. Well, they can't all be ten out of ten. No, but I still think it's a solid episode. I, I like it rewatching it more than I did when I first saw it. I think this message is more applicable now than it was at the time when it first came out about the media and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think one of the reasons it's it's going up a little bit in, in our minds maybe is because we just watched the Chibnall's era. But anyways. Um, <laughs> well, um, that could be part of it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's true. This one is definitely better than a lot of those. This long game is not the worst episode of the season, in my opinion, but it definitely is the one that I is I keep saying it's least memorable. Um but when you look at it and compare it story-wise, I think it's pretty solid. Um, oh, the uh, let me see here. Um, blah, 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 blah. They they <laughs> saved a little bit of money because they went back to the um, yet again they went back to the end of the world set <laughs> mm-hmm. with the space stations, so they got to use all the same um, sets and everything, which was a which they'll use again in Bad Wolf and Party of the Ways. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then the the woman who plays Kathika, uh, I think it's Kathika. The, yes. The, she's Christine Adams. Um, she was um, in the TV series Black Lightning. Oh, okay. Black Lightning. I never heard of that series. It's a CW. Oh, wait, wait, superhero. wait, 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 wait. That's the superhero. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She was in Tron Legacy, too. Oh, and, she was. Okay. And Tamsin Gregg. Um, she was in Batman Begins. Christine Adams or Tasman Gray? Oh, Tasman Gray was. Oh, Christine Adams. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, there's a couple of couple of good cast members. I thought the cast did pretty good. It's very limited. There's only a couple, like, you know, there's the the girl, the woman who goes up there is a agent and she gets killed, and then there's the Kathika character, and then uh, obviously Simon Pegg's character, and mm-hmm. um, but it, you know. I like what you were saying about the media. It, it, it's or the. Um, it makes more sense now than it did back then. Yes, and all the stuff that's going around with the media now, where the media is not trusted. Yeah. Yeah, and is manipulative and 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 kind of, you know, a lot of people are not sure what's going on and everything. I mean, I think it was current back there, but it's definitely probably more so these days. Let's not get too much into that. Yeah. Um, The special effects in the first season are not not stellar, but compared to obviously what we had been used to in Doctor Who, they were better, of course. Well, the Jess or whatever, the... Jagerfess. Jagerfess. That wasn't bad. I was going to say I didn't like it that much, but... Why didn't you like it? I don't know. It just looks silly. I mean, it just, I don't know. And then it blows up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's supposed it, to be like a shark, and it had those yeah. big, big teeth, so I thought that was a good effect. It was fine. It was just, uh, I mean, I guess there's worse effects, but um, it's just, even the holes in the head were kind of silly. Silly effect, 
or whatever. But <laughs> that's me. I got to criticize the show. I, I got to, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, okay, I'm not going to get into the details because I just don't want to drag every, everything down. But um, there's a lot of convenience, like the TARDIS key floats up and where did that come from? Why is it floating up? And then it came out of Adam's pocket. Yes, I know, I know that, but why did it do that? Did they have, did he, there was a magnet that came down and lifted it up? They yeah. were talking about it and they're like, oh, look at this. And it's like, well, where, where, why did nothing else? It just kind of like, it was, Russell T. Davis tends to not explain things. He just, it just happens. You know, how mm. can he, how can a phone call, how can he put the phone up to the thing and it translates the data that doesn't make any sense and records it. How, how does how does he know it's gonna that's gonna work when he was trying to gather the data? I don't think um, he was. I think he was hoping. He didn't. We didn't know for sure if it was going to. Well, maybe he knew because he had all the knowledge that got beamed into his head. Maybe right, that was go. part of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Just a guess. <laughs> okay. Well, that answers that then. Okay. Um. So this was a. I just don't want to give Russell D. Davis any credit. Well, you kind of have to because you sound like you like this one. I I, I think this one's okay, but it's not my favorite of the season, and it and it certainly it, you know it's not one that I hated. And to believe mm-hmm. me, when we get to the ones that I hate, <laughs> you'll know. And there's okay. There's really none this season that I hated. It's. Um, there were things in the episodes that I hated, and even this one didn't have anything that really bothered me that much. And that's why when I my arguments are kind of like, "Oh, the key's floating up." Well, that's really minor, but I'm I'm grasping for straws here because there's nothing that really bothered me that much, unlike mm-hmm. something like um, "Let's Good Kill Mangos, Hitler," "Good Man Goes, Man Goes to War," to war "The Wedding yeah. of Earth Song," which are coming up soon. Yeah, or the one with the. Uh, Glob, uh, but this one's just people. kind of for oh, me. Lord. But for me, this is one's like, eh, eh, whatever. And, and yeah, I think, I mean, I, like I, I said, is... I think I liked it better than I did originally. Um, yeah, because I'm did, the same uh, way. I, I thought it was just kind of okay when I first saw it, but looking back on it, it's really is like we said before, a solid episode. Yeah, you said there's nothing much to object about it, which I think is good, unusual yeah. for later episodes, especially. Um, I like some things that I like Catholic's initial, initial reluctance to help because I think that was a normal reaction. If someone just showed up and tried to get involved in all this, you wouldn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, I noticed that he said that doctor said he'll hug anyone. That made me think of Capaldi not wanting to hug anybody. Oh, yeah. Huh. So that's kind of interesting. Call back or call forward or something. Yeah. Um, I know they mentioned the head would explode, and that made me think of Donna having not being able to hold all the knowledge of the Time Lords, having to forget all that. Yeah, but this was all the first season. All that stuff's like later. Yeah, but, I know, uh, but it's but, interesting that they carried it through. If they did, you know. Yeah, there's there's a connection. There's sort of like a a, a connection there. I, I I didn't pick up on that. That's pretty cool. Um, and they mentioned the face of, face of Bo is pregnant. So the yes. face of Bo's carrying through everything. So there's a face of Bo offspring walking through the universe somewhere. If it was true that they said that, you know, they just said it doesn't mean oh, it that's right, it was true. They're, a tabloid. they're kind of a tabloid. Yeah. yeah. It, it's funny because 
the two well, two of the episodes that were that we're recording today and reviewing have a couple connections. One is the face of Bo. Mm-hmm. The second one, which is a little more obscure, is when the seat when they get to the space station, it's all shut down, and all of a sudden it all opens up, and all these vendors are going, "Hey!" It gets really, and everyone's talking and stuff, and I'm like, "Boy, that's familiar because that happened <laughs> in Gridlock." It was yeah. like almost like the same scene. It was kind of weird. It's like, why? Anyways, that was. I didn't uh, think of that. It's a good observation. We'll talk about that in Gridlock when we do that review. But the silly thing at the end was, um, um, the the thing opens up when when the, the snap noise. Someone snaps their fingers. So of course, at the end, they're joking around with Adam, and they're like, "Snap, snap!" And he goes, "Cut it out!" and everything. And of course, his mother's going to find out about it. His mother comes home. Oh, it's like time went by just like that. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> ah, the head opens up. Now he still has that technology in his head. Um, lot, you know, it's funny about the technology in his head. A lot of people thought, because, and this was stupid, I was always laughing when I read it. Oh, Adam's going to end up being Davros because he's got the thing in his forehead. And I was just like, what? I remember yeah, that. Cause, yeah, because Adam is actually a Khaled and he somehow gets off Earth and goes in the future and becomes a Khaled. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. That's a stretch. Yeah, well, but that's what people were saying. Now. That's you... the definition of a Doctor Who fan sometimes is a stretch. <laughs> when, when this when this season came out, and I don't remember, I, I was so, I saw every single detail of, you know, I read almost every every posting about what people were saying about this first season. I was looking at every photo that they released and these are the this is the era where they released a photo and people were going oh i see an ice warrior in the background or ah that that person's related to jamie mccrimmon because it looks like has the same nose and every female villain slash antagonist was the ronnie true i remember all that oh it's gotta be the ronnie or um zoden Right? Was that one? Other yeah, one? Zodin. Yeah, terrible Zodin or whatever. I don't know if Zodin's female. I don't know. But she is female. She used yeah. to make uh, the the, girl, the people uh, jump like kangaroos. But people read into it, and they still do. But they read into it too much. And um, I mean, was, it's fun to speculate, but some of those people yeah, were just like just... way off. You know? Did anyone say, "Oh boy, the face of Bo looks like"? Uh, Jack, John Berman. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and of course, because these stupid things that happened in fandom, Russell T. Davis started putting the stupid things into Doctor Who. But anyways. Okay. I have to, I have to jab Russell T. Davis once. Why? Because it's stupid. He's not the worst writer producer of the series has had. That goes to somebody else. One of the worst things he did was when when Jack goes that he's he that oh, back in he's the face, of the face of Bo. That was I think he did that to troll the speculative people. Oh maybe, but he because he, he does troll but, but you the, know. the thing is though, mm-hmm. you, you, the reaction should be, oh he Russell T. Davis is is just being a jerk or whatever. But no, most people are like, okay, that makes sense. And it's like oh. people gotta remember that Russell D. Davis trolls and Russell D. T. Davis lies. Well, so, well so does Moffat. Yeah. Moffat, yeah. And Chibdom just never spoke. You, you never get anything out of him. <laughs> so, 
Speaking of Chimno, he was at the Gall- uh, Gallifrey Convention last week in California. Oh, he was. was yeah, he, and he had panels and he was, was signing he autographs. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see any. Yet. I, I doubt it. I didn't see many posts about him being there. I'm mostly on the actors, Oh, I saw so. pictures of people getting his. He was at a table signing autographs. Because hmm. he did. Don't forget, he did write some of the uh, books. Well, I mean, I'm not going to be critical, but if I was at a convention, I probably would get his autograph too. And well, maybe not now because I don't care as much about autographs, but back in the heyday, yeah, if it was do. at Visions or something, I probably would. Yeah, you do. You're going to be lined up for the girl from Space 1999. Come on. Cause... No, 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 no. Well, but I'm saying is for, for Chris <laughs> Chibnall, though, I don't know if I would because I. If I have one of the fan of his new adventures or one of the Doctor Who books that he did write, I might just have him sign it. Mm-hmm. Well, if, did he do a new adventure book? If he didn't, he did one of the Decalogues or one of the short stories, or I think he did. Okay. A lot of those people who do the show now all wrote in those books. Yeah. Except for the ones in the Chimel era, but anyway. Yeah, because those weren't. Well, those were all soap opera writers. Let, let, let's let's not get into that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Anything else about this episode? I think um, Jeff didn't like it too much. I, I thought no. it was it was okay, and I think Annie liked it a little bit better. And yeah. I mean, you know. It's one of those middle of the ground episodes for me, but um, it's kind of boring not to have to rip into something. So, well, you don't worry; it's coming up. Well, not 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 today. Okay, so I think that's it. Um, If there's not anything else, uh, thanks for listening.